0: Yeah, I know. Oh, I made a mistake.
1: Okay. You see, I watch it. I watch it. <laughs> good, morning. Good, morning. good morning. Good morning, my, my friends. friends. Hang on, I have a echo. I oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to the Jack Canfield book Success, The Success Principles According to Jack. This is the second time I'm doing this book. It's absolutely amazing. For those of you um, that have never fixed objectives, it wasn't part of your culture, the way you were raised. uh, um, You were never introduced to some kind of goal setting class or vision. Uh, Nobody ever asked you what your vision is in life. I really believe it is a fantastic beginner book. And as an actual fact, I really believe that this should be the first book a teenager should be reading, you know, as early as age 12, 13, 14, when they, when they, young, young adolescents, th- this is the first time they should start reading this book and then reread it in their early twenties, reread it in their early thirties, reread it in, in their early forties. Cause as every time you're going to reread it as I've been rereading it, there's something new I'm capturing from it. And obviously today's chapter really hit home. We are working in a huge organization, number one in the world in our multi-level marketing business. And as we grow and grow, um, you know, you, you have more and more different types of people to deal with. And the, the worst type of people I have to deal with is those that are paranoiac you know, that always feel the world is conspiring against them. Uh, They feel that if Sabrina is talking to Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe is convinced they're talking against him, you know, when they might just be sharing they got their period. Okay. And there's a lot of people out there like this. So welcome to the success principles with Jack. We have covered, um, we have covered many things. Okay. We've, we, we talked about identifying your why, your purpose and what you want. That's best done if you sit down with yourself and ask yourself, what gifts do I have? that the world needs or deserves to um know about okay each one of us were born with a set of gifts i really believe in my philosophy every human being every animal every existing thing on this planet has a purpose find your purpose. Some of you might be the gift of organization, some of you by, might be the gift of compassion, some of us it's the gift of empathy, some of us it's the gift of uh relentlessness. We all have gifts. Being able to identify yours will help you in this first part of Jack Kenfield. When you know your life's purpose because you're you're understanding what gifts you've been given. I call it the 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 um, the cards you've been dealt, okay? You can now tailor uh, your actions, every single day action to support that person that you are, you know? I know I am an inspirator. I know I am an example of relentlessness. I know I'm perseverant. I know I can help somebody see bigger. So basically what I'm doing every single day is making sure that I'm sharing that gift. And the reason I've chosen my trade is because this trade allows me to do what I believe are my gifts the best way possible. You see, my my sharing of my gift, gifts is going to result in the success of many of you. This is why the vision is you know, 280 million, the vision is a thousand millionaires for the podcast is to have people leveling up, um, making sure you are debt-free, mortgage-free. Does that sound good to you? Because those are my strengths. This is what we're working with. So principles now four to six is about believing in yourself believing in your dreams, okay? And science, this is scientific. Science has shown us that what happens in our lives trends trends to follow what we think will happen. So we need to be conscious of what we are thinking every single moment of the day. If you think you can't, you are right. And if you think you can, you are also right. This is scientific. What we've been conditioned to think will always happen. So some of us come from families that, you know, you're born poor, you're going to die poor. That's your destiny. Well, we're here to tell you, alongside with Jack Canfield, that this is not true. You can recondition yourself. So to achieve what you want in life, you've got to first believe it will happen. Believe you can do it. Don't listen to the naysayers. And that leads me to conclude with this before I leave you in the hands of Sabrina who will explain inverse paranoia. Jean-Philippe will give examples and Marie-Pierre questions for you. I, what I want to say to you today is thank you for being part of the podcast. Uh, thank you for sharing in a very intentional way to those people out there that you know are in a negative environment and they need to level up. These are the first people that I believe you should share directly through messenger, like a direct, you know, share message to them and say, hey, girlfriend, hey, boyfriend, listen to this. I think this is for you. So anybody out there, you know, this morning that suffers from paranoia, you know, I think this subject will be for them. Number two, Uh, Just before we dive in, okay, remember, remember, remember to write comments, uh, why people should be listening to the podcast. And if you haven't already joined our group, Inspirational, the, the Millionaires of the Diamonds, this is a Facebook group. It's a free group. It's where everybody goes to this platform and shares something inspirational to level up and together... Uh, we work on being a better version of ourselves at the end of the day this is all we want to be is better than yesterday less than tomorrow so take it away sabrina with today's subject explaining inverse paranoia yeah
2: thank you maria Yeah. i, I love the concept of inverse paranoia because we know yes we we know a lot of people that they are paranoid uh, we, uh in our family we all have In my family, we have diagnostic paranoia person that if you have the paper, I can tell you. If you think that's just someone is talking around you, everybody is talking against you. (laughs) So, what is the inverse paranoia? It's just thinking that people around you are talking about you to help you to achieve your dream life. Not they are not against you, they are with you. The world is with you to help you to, um, to to have a beautiful life. So if you think that the world is conspiring for you, you will understand that everything that you are living, even if it's hard moment, it's for a reason. It's because there's something Better for you after. There's something better for you coming after this obstacle. As Maria told me in the past, Sabrina, it's just a test. Pass the test. If Even if it's a hard moment, pass the test and you will receive the gift after it. And um, you will find your strength in those hard moments. And because you find your strength in those hard moments, you will be a better person after. Maybe you will find, they they give an example that I really love. You lose your job. There's a reason why you lose your job. Because you can find now your dream job. You have the possibility to find your dream job. So how do you see obstacles? Is it the end of the world because you're losing your job? Or is it an opportunity to find a better one? And it's really to be an inverse paranoid person. It's to find why you're living. And sometimes you don't know it in the moment. I will give you the my example. 10, uh, uh, 11 years ago, my husband did a big depression and he quit teaching but it was really hard moment at home but during those moments my sister invite me in a Tupperware party because she just want to change my mindset then she don't want that I'm stay alone at home and I decided to start Tupperware to have more income because we have one uh, person that don't brings money at home. And I started Tupperware 11 years ago. Not with the vision that I will be millionaire by sending plastic ball, (laughs) Just for changing my mindset because it was too hard at home. But now I can say thank you for this big depression. Thank you for those hard moments because it's the reason I'm here today. So just accept that what you are living right now, it's because there's something better for you. And another example, Maria, that I, I, I just remember, my house. I tried to change my house for eight years. During the eight year I asked to the municipality to do some change and they always say no. Why? because it was a better solution for me and we find our dream life at four minutes from my home. So always have in mindset that what happens good in your life, it's not an accident, it's because life is good. It's because the world is conspiring to help you to live your dream life. So there's one question that you always need to have in your mind when you're facing obstacle, What is the opportunity that I can find in this experience? What is the opportunity I can find in this situation? And I know Jean-Philippe that you have some example that you change, as they say, you change um, citron, a lemon and a limonade because... Yes, we have from life some lemon, and what can we do with it?
0: Yes, thank you Sabrina so I want to give you two different examples to help you understand that principle The first example came from the book so it is the story of the Captain Jerry Cuffy, which was a pilot of the um, Air Force American Air Force uh, during the war at Vietnam in Vietnam so like he has been captured okay and he has been thrown into prison for almost seven years so probably like just thinking of that situation okay of like be taken by the enemy and be thrown into prison okay in a little place okay for seven years just that probably a lot of us will crack under the pressure But what happened, okay, and sure for like with the training that he received, okay, when he got to the place, okay, that he was being put, okay, he looked at that small space, and the first question that he asked himself is okay, how can I use that experience, okay, and build something out of it? How can I use that to my advantage? So, like what he was thinking is okay, I will spend a lot of time here, I will be alone. How can't I be not alone here? So he said, I will need to have a discussion with myself and I will need to have a discussion with God. Okay. So thinking this way, okay, he was able, as Sabrina just said, okay, sometimes we uh, receive lemon, okay, they throw lemon at us, and what will you do out of it? So he decided during all those years to reflect to everything, like every relation, okay, every discussion that he had with people, every moment through his life, through his career and reflect, okay, how should I react in this way? Why this person react this way? How did I react, okay, in that situation and reflect and say, okay, now He was able, okay, to be at peace with many decisions and many things that he has done in his life and also reflect on if he was able to get out of the prison where he uh, he was taken, how he can act now differently into the world. So obviously, if you ask himself, okay, how he react to that situation, for him, he never wants to, like, live again that situation, but he taught the people okay, into his conference that he said that this is probably one of the greatest benediction that he had over his life because he was able to take a situation that is so hard okay, for himself and to translate it into something that make him more spiritual as a person, that he was more kind and he became a better person when he got out of the prison after all those years. So obviously, like that is a big situation that that will probably never happen to all of us. Okay, so how can we relate to that? Well, I have a an experience that is really different. Okay, from uh, from this, but actually, when I was reading the book this morning and yesterday night, I was reflecting. Okay, how? What is that situation that I was able to make lemonade with the lemon that has been thrown to me? and the um that event got back to my mind it was when i was doing my uh, on-job training during my uh, bachelor degree my second one i've um actually i've put myself in a situation that i wanted to be uncomfortable that was the first time that i choose a professor that was a man that i went uh, um on on on-job training in a private school so i really put myself in an uncomfortable situation but what happened is actually the teacher that i've been assigned to was kind of i want to be kind okay saying that like he was probably like the best teacher that i had in the opposite way okay because i did remember okay came in back after my first day of unjob training on that uh, on that moment okay crying myself and telling jonathan how will i go over that 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 part okay because it was four monday and one complete week that i had to spend with my assigned teacher but he was completely the opposite of what i thought a teacher should be for kids in high school so I after my first day, I thought myself, okay, I need to go through that. Okay. I can like hate my uh my on-job training here and like be always like sad and angry, but I need to get something out of it. So I said to myself, I will look at that teacher and list everything that he's doing, okay, and do the opposite okay because he was exactly doing what I think okay a, a teacher should not be doing with kids. so I I've learned a lot from in and also when we had like pause or no classes, what I thought myself is, I don't want to stay in its presence because we don't have anything that can work together he was liking sport i hate sport like i'm not a sports guy okay so like we were really in the opposite so i thought myself okay how can i make that moment okay a benefit for myself so i asked him can i go observe that teacher okay in different degree different class different uh different field okay so i use that time okay to be in the presence of somebody else where I can look to different styles of teaching. And actually that was like something that helped me a lot build, my, um, build myself as a teacher and as a person that can explain and interact differently with the kids, the teenager and the people. So that was a great experience, okay, at the end of it. But I had to reflect and taught myself, Okay, how can I change that situation and not be angry and like coming back every time after the day and say like I didn't get anything from that from that moment from that experience? So those are the two expert, the two examples that I want to uh, come with you to help you understand that principle. And now to see if we are paranoid, <laughs> let's go with Marie Pierre to have a little test.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly because we know that what we want to achieve is to become an inverse paranoid, but first we want to know are you paranoid now so what is your level of paranoia today so i have seven questions for you so in the comments you can write from one to ten for each question just to see if one is not all you or ten exactly what you do now so (laughs) let's start with number one so number one is Are you ever suspicious of other people or question their motive? So from one to ten, are you ever suspicious of other people or question their motive? So go in the comments. Number two, do you believe that people are trying to arm or trick you even if there's no evidence? From one to (laughs) ten. I just see maria face no,
1: <laughs> I think maria is
3: zero <laughs> okay, on.
1: zero is um
3: uh,
1: is uh it's from
3: one to ten if you want to play outside you can play outside the range no no
1: play, right, zero <laughs> okay, if I say zero, I really believe absolutely not, nobody exactly okay, zero zero zero. zero. <laughs>
3: Number three, do you feel suspicious of people uh, who have acted loyally towards you? (laughs) From one to ten. Number four, do you hesitate to to confide in
1: others? (laughs) I'm going to say my two cents here. Okay. This one is uh, delicate. So that's Italian. It's neither French or English. Okay. Delicate. It's a delicate one because confiding in people. Because now this one I would answer 10, but it's not true. I confide in the right people. So if I have a problem with my teeth, I'm going to go see a dentist. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to confide in Jean Philippe. Oh, I have. You'll never know my teeth are hurting. Do you understand? So this one is a little bit delicate. Like, yes, I confide if the person in front of me is a professional to help me. If no, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's good.
3: (laughs) Number five is, do you perceive non-threatening remarks as insults or as personal attacks? So do you feel attacked when people are talking to you? (laughs) From one to ten. Number six, do you respond with hostility or anger when you feel insulted?
1: I never feel insulted. (laughs)
3: Exactly. And number seven, the last one, is do you hold grudges?
1: Absolutely not.
3: (laughs) Maria, what other words you can use for grudges? I see Sabrina and Jean-Philippe.
1: Hang on. (laughs) As-tu de la rancune?
3: Yes, but do you have another word in English?
1: Okay, Google another word for grudges
2: On the website miriam webstercom they say some
0: common synonyms of grudge or ill will malevolence, malice, malignity, spite and spleen. There you go. You want a little more context?
1: No
3: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now that you answer the seven question, you can do the total. So if you are more than 42, over 70 now you're going towards paranoid and if you are over 56 now you know that yes you are paranoid so now you want to understand what to do to go to the opposite so to the inverse paranoid because maybe you are not paranoid you say okay no I'm not over 42 but I'm not at zero or seven but now maybe you are in the Uh, between the two. So for example, when something changes, like an appointment or planned event you are looking forward to, you can react with disappointment and it's normal. But where we want to go is to the alternative reaction of inverse paranoia, which is that it's the best thing to happen because it is going to lead to a better outcome. So in simple terms, a person who is paranoid is regarded as someone who thinks the world is out there to do them harm and an inverse paranoid on the other hand is someone who thinks that the world is out there to do them good. So are you now an inverse paranoid? So if not, uh, um, uh, that's something that you should work on because it's an important skill because the inverse paranoid wakes up on the right side of the bed each morning. The inverse paranoid is one who believes that the world is comparing to doing good. So they also believe that they are, are out to help them instead of hurt them. So instead of seeing every difficulty or challenge event as negative, he sighed for what it could be, something that was meant to enrich them, empower him, or advance his causes. So what is the common trait of an inverse paranoid that you want to have? Is a strong sense of purpose, a high emotional intelligence, a healthy self-confidence optimist take advantage of opportunities a high level of faith in god or a higher power displays kindness to others lifelong learners strong personal and professional network and health and energy so what uh, this is the common trait of an inverse paranoid that you want to have so how to become an inverse paranoid so there's three points that you can work in. So number one is build your self esteem. So experts might not always agree on the best way to do this, but gaining a competency at some skill usually helps. Number two is start now to eliminate worry from self talk and habits. So pay attention to little negative attitudes and get rid of them. And number three, is to ask a trusted friend to tell your blind spots. So if we sense that people are responding negatively to us, maybe we have some quirky habits that irritate others. <laughs> so a good friend might be willing to fill you in on a, one of these uh, that you can accept a little const- constructive criticism. So and then you can act with resolve to change these unknown irritating habits. So this is the true point that you can. Uh, Just remember to make sure to become an inverse paranoid so you can every day wake up to the right side of the bed
1: oh i love this i love this so uh yes i'm a zero was i always a zero absolutely not okay the higher your self-confidence that is only achieved through accomplishment and the higher your self-esteem which is developing a certain specific uh, expertise in certain fields i master three my tupperware my cooking my gardening that's all you need everything else i leave it to the experts right that is the beginning so becoming an inverse paranoid means we begin to assume that the other person is not out to hurt me but is there to bless me I automatically assume the best. I am never afraid to walk the streets alone and I see a homeless man or I see somebody that's full of tattoos. And you know how we can be judgmental? Never, never am I afraid. If they approach me, I dig in even closer because I expect the best. Norman Vincent Peale said attitude is more important than facts remember that we can control what we feel if we change our attitudes having a clear feeling about others is essential for success always think that if sabrina and marie pierre are doing this talking to each other they're talking about buying me a gift they're talking about how to surprise me with something wonderful you know same energy different Uh, feeling same energy different feeling okay my husband once came home with a bag and it looked like a bag from a jewelry store I automatically assumed he got me a diamond ring and of course it wasn't right and but I played it out as if it was and I pulled out of the bag in my imagination a diamond ring that I opened up this invisible box and I laid out the whole scenario well he went to Dubai a month later and he brought me home a diamond ring so put out there exactly what you want. Okay. All, 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 all of these thoughts can be reversed if you decide today to make it happen. And the last thing I want to say to you is remember God has a plan for each of us. He has a plan. Life is going to test us. And if we pass the test, I remember Sabrina, when you lost your five directors and I told you, And I knew that financially you couldn't make ends meet that year. Like, thank God you're economical. And I kept kept repeating to you, it's just a test, Sabrina. If you pass the test, there's something greater, you know, waiting for you. And of course, Sabrina is um, a positive thinking person. She passed the test and today uh, she's living her dream life. And she is a multimillionaire, okay? So this is so important. Don't you ever think that... You not achieving something is um, is a disaster. No, you not achieving something is God protecting you and saying, Jean Philippe. You cannot qualify for your Mustang in the first trial, because if you do, God sees something you don't see, you will become arrogant. You will become annoying. You won't have the gratitude. So he made you fail nine times, making sure before you qualified, you would be humble. You would have your two feet on the ground. So don't misread the messages. Every time I fail at something, it's, I don't see it as a failure. I say, oh, okay, God, I'm not ready. Okay. What do I have to fix? Where do I have to humble up? Where do I have to, you know, learn more? Where do I have to have more gratitude? And this is why I absolutely love this chapter. Nobody's conspiring against us. I remember once in a meeting, somebody said to me at the end of the meeting, I know, I know you were talking to me in the meeting. And this was my reaction to her. I said, sweetheart, you're not that important. I did not sit down last weekend and plan a whole meeting for a thousand people just for you. Sorry, girlfriend. You're just not that important. Okay. So humble yourself down. I'm not talking about you, Trish. You're not that important, okay? (laughs) You know, this is it. So a lot of times, people that are paranoid, Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, is because they think too highly of themselves sometimes, okay? you know they no 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 you're not that important remember that and expect the best from every human being nobody wakes up this morning and says i'm gonna make jean philippe's life really tough today yeah as if i just have that to do right okay love you guys thank you so much i love this podcast please share off to the french you're not that important Yeah baby, what baby? <laughs>